Welcome to Hear Something, a conversational podcast between three dingus boys. Myself, Josh, and my good pals, Jeremy and Mitch. <laughs> so, my dudes, here's yes. something. Yes, my dude. Jeremy, don't Hi. step on my fucking intro. Oh, my God. So, Everybody re- restart oh, you, Mitch, shut the fuck up. Here's something. <laughs> Give it to me. Yeah. I forgot what I was going to talk about. All right, that's the show. Bye, Bye everybody. We'll see you later. Talking about guitar exit. So uh, I see Mitch has the title of this topic. Everyone wants a fucking piece of video games, and I think he's correct. I want a big slice. uh, A little startup company called Go Go Goggle. Goggle. I think they do a search engine or phones or some Mm -hmm. shit. Mm -hmm. They copied Ask Jeeves. Let's see. Oh, I got some. This just came in thank you actually it's pronounced google um uh, you like you that sure little not, bit you, you sure it's not <laughs> you sure it's not gazoogle it may be gazoogle yeah, i don't know gazoogle. my I secretary just handed me a piece of paper saying it's it's called fucking google okay you so. have a secretary man this joke's going on a long time um, all right you get into it please save me <laughs> apparently google is unveiling new gaming hardware in a keynote speech at a major video game what? conference next next month Yay, I'm not excited. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I hate it. I hate it so much. Welcome to Mitch's hate corner. <laughs> Welcome it's to Mitch's time. hate corner. <laughs> it's that time of the week already. <laughs> okay. I'm glad we're getting it out the way early. No, so uh, in January, Google um, launched an, an initiative called Project Stream, which was a, a beta test for a gaming streaming service that I got to take okay. part in, where you got uh, to play games through the Google Chrome web browser. Yeah, you and, told me about this, I believe. You have got to say it was not terrible. Like uh, the the hugest thing you worry with these things is fidelity and input lag. Now, as far as yeah. fidelity goes, they're running this shit on like mega computers, you know, fucking miles and miles away. Megatron. <clears throat> now, the way they compensate for that is if say there's a dip in your uh, internet ISP's bandwidth or some shit like that. Yeah, they'll they'll scale back the video quality, mm-hmm. like resolution, in order to favor input. So. There were times okay. when the video quality dipped, like very bad sometimes, but it was rare. And, you know, I never, it never felt like I was missing a beat on the controller. It was surprisingly snappy. Hmm. But did you yeah. notice a lot of change in the quality of the video? Uh, when the video was running on high, like, no, it, it was, it was great. Did there it wasn't, switch there often was, or? Uh, not often, high? just whenever there was like heavy ISP traffic or say like maybe I was getting throttled at some points or something. I don't yeah. know. So because let me I, ask another question. How did you feel when you played this? Naked, um, usually, but that was mostly because I took my clothes off to play. Oh, that makes sense. I really feel like Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> did you really I feel felt, like I felt like an assassin having a creed. Oh. Oh, wow. Crazy. It yeah. was nuts. And then I died to uh, Ivan Drago so in Rocky IV. So is it hardware? Is it similar to the streaming stuff that they're talking about doing, or what are they talking that's, about doing? That's what I have to imagine. When when a company like this says they're launching a gaming hardware, I don't think they're doing a disk based service. Google's bread and butter is like internet traffic and stuff. So I'm thinking they're launching like just a, a cheap, easy device to plug into your TV, much like a Chromecast. Maybe yeah. an updated Chromecast that lets you Bluetooth sync a, a PlayStation or Xbox controller to, mm-hmm. and it's just going to stream video games to that service. That's cool. Now, where where this differs from previous like attempts at this sort of thing is that they're doing current generation gaming, like PlayStation oh, now. Wow. 
yeah, PlayStation has a streaming service called PS Now, and that plays yeah. like up to PS3. I want to say some PS4 stuff, but again, like the higher graphics and more particle effects and stuff going on stream, the more rendering that mm-hmm. is getting pumped through your internet. I mean, that's taxing. But if anybody has the the horsepower to to pull this shit off, it's it's go out go ogle, go ogle, go ogle dot biz. Sure, that's not an eye. It's not googie. <laughs> That's right. We're revisiting Jesus. that five-minute joke, you boys. Um, <laughs> I, I was thinking it'd be cool for indie games, really. Um, but I mean, you're saying they're doing current like games. That's pretty wild. I, I, w- I would have thought that would have had issues. I think Mitch mentioned something about like uh, smaller hardware. What was it? What was that? What was that crazy, crazy video game box we were looking at? It was in the shape of an M. The Ouya. Oh, it's the Ouya. We're talking about the Ouya today. No, God damn it, not He's the Ouya. making up words. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I, I, what? I don't know what you're talking about. I think I was there. I don't know if Mitch was there. The M? Yeah. It's the Mitchell box. Mad box. <laughs> it was the Mad yes. box. Yes. Uh, I think it was the week after we were talking about the Mad box. Mitch came on in and he mentioned something about indie games. Indie games are great. You can't launch a hardware system off of indie games. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure, no. I mean, they're trying to reach, like, a very <laughs> broad surface-level gamer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Somebody who wants to no. play, like, current games that they see all the commercials and stuff on, but is not willing yeah. to drop, like, over a 100 or so bucks to try and do it. Is this going to be a service, no. I would imagine? I imagine, yes. Like, a Netflix style, you pay, like, a flat fee. Now, with game licensing, so fucking weird. I wouldn't imagine this being less than $20 a month, which Oof. is a, a premium streaming service subscription. Ooh, that's a lot of money. Well, and I'm, I'm wondering, too, um, when they say Netflix style, I'm wondering if they mean, like, they'll have a selection of games that you can play per month, uh-huh. and they, they cycle them out like Netflix does movies when, like, people stop playing a game on that service. But... Oh. No, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Like, these sort of licensing things usually have termed contracts. So, yeah, you'll see some things coming in as other things are going out. Now, obviously, a lot of, of, of major publishers and stuff aren't going to put, like, well, I say, I say that, but I don't know. Assassin's Creed Odyssey just came out whenever they, they, they beta tested this, and Ubisoft was letting people play that shit for free. So, yeah. yeah. if they can get brand new release, like hot ticket games, um, I don't want to say day and date, but within like a month date of their release window, mm-hmm. that might be a viable fucking platform. Because a lot of these yeah. uh, game tap and stuff, that uh, came and went like years and years ago that first tried this, their problem yeah. was that they had old libraries and nobody really gave a shit about. I think this also ties into like, I, I was going to bring up accessibility later, but I think like a, a streaming so- services, it makes it whatever game, those games they put on there, it makes them more accessible because instead of having to, to buy a, either a, a new console, the, the newest generation of console or, or the newest generation of PC parts, you can just, just have to have decent internet. That is right? true. Yeah, that's yes. cool. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I mean accessibility though. That's a, that's a double edged sword because, like you said, you got to have good enough internet for it, and a lot of middle America doesn't have good enough internet for it. Not to mention, uh, Comcast trying to institute data caps. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Are they so, really doing that? Yeah, I mean they've been doing Jesus it. It just it, it varies state by state and um, and the sort of regulations they run to there. But um, as far as the gaming thing goes. I'm worried this might be a little too early. Who knows? Then maybe they're trying to get out ahead and, and establish a foothold in the market so that whenever like yeah. five nationwide five G and stuff takes off, um, they'll be like the f- forefront of this this mm-hmm. uh, gaming movement. But mm-hmm. who knows? I mean, that's what that's kind of what Netflix did. Netflix got started off in, in physical disc media. 
yeah. with, with a, a, a second hand, like kind of nudging you towards their internet streaming and look what it's become. So I wonder like if it'll be like, if it'll work for streamers, if they would be able to stream while playing these games due to the internet restrictions. Yeah, I doubt, I doubt it. And I don't think mm-hmm. that's the market they're reaching for. Again, well, I think this is like your Call of Duty player. Not to oh, pick on yeah. Call of Duty, but Dang. Call of Duty reaches castle wide net. Oh, shut the fuck up. Yeah, Call of Duty. I know what you mean. <laughs> Call, Call of Duty castle wide net because people know the name. Even people who don't play games will refer to any shooter they see on the screen as a Call of Duty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Madden players who pick up the game every other year. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe that's yeah, you're probably right. Probably just like some dude Tom Howard. He just plays Call of Duty all the time, and he just plays like you know the popular games. Well, let me let me ask you this, um, and yeah. I, I did catch you saying Tom Howard, and fuck you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch, do you, con- again. do you consider yourself like a, a hardcore gamer, casual gamer, what? I'm becoming less hardcore. Uh, Mitch, now. when did you become JB? <laughs> oh, I oh, thought you were wow. talking to me. Freaky Friday. Nah, I was, I was going to ask you after. I'm just fucking with you now. Oh. So. I mean, you... that, was a weird, that was a weird Freaky Friday moment. I'm Friday. back in Lindsay Lohan's body, though. No, I'm back in Lindsay Lohan's body. We're fine. And I'm back in Jamie Lee Curtis's body. Hi, I'm, I'm... Jamie Lee Curtis's body. Hi, I'm Lindsay Lohan. We're here to advertise Activia. I'm, I'm... <laughs> Are you tired of your shits not being regular enough? Here's some Here's yogurt. your bowels moving. Oh, uh, so, so what do you consider you boys? I'm sorry. All right, Mitch, go. JB, you go first. No, god damn it. Rock, paper, scissors. Uh, rock. Go um... ogle. <laughs> So, I I used to be a more hardcore gamer. Now I'm more uh, casual. I would say I don't really, I don't like really playing competitive games as much. And I just mm-hmm. kind of like to sit there and enjoy a fun game. Okay. I don't know. And what's what's a, I guess oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mitch. Um, I guess my definition of of a hardcore gamer is someone who plays a game to be good at it. Mm-hmm. I I play games that I have fun with. A lot of games that I play, I don't have any drive to to attain any skill at um and i know we mentioned me playing indie games a couple minutes ago i like those are especially games that you play for you know a lot of them you play just through the story mitch and that's it can i stop you i love There's, you but i'm not looking yes, for a philanthropic answer i was looking for a quick description baby boom because i've got, got a follow-up casual okay cool now uh, imagine a game that you boys are both like really excited for coming out within like i don't know just make make one up what was a game that you really love Bantam. do you could would you play that? Would you? <laughs> God damn it! Would you play? It's it? copyrighted. We can't say the real thing. <laughs> Spantham. Um, would you play that over a streaming service, or would you want to have like it downloaded locally into your system? It depends on the game. Um, Just one, uh, one that you're okay. really fucking pumped about. The graphics look amazing. I mean, you've got a beefy computer, JB. You'd want to. You feel if like... I was really if I was really pumped about it, I would want to own it. Right. Yes. And I assume the same for Mitch. Even if it is just a little indie darling game, you'd want to be able to boot that thing up whenever you feel like it. I don't think this service is meant for us. You know, we, we take yeah. we're varying degrees of, of, of gaming severity from like casual to hardcore and stuff like that. And I don't think any one of us would really prefer this service over what we do now. I still think it's a cool it's a cool option. I I like to try to keep my mind open in terms of like, you know, there are other people that, that play video games. <laughs> right. Um, and that's why I'm not pooing so the like, idea. That's why I'm yeah, trying to point out it's, that it's, you know, it's not for the market that is traditionally associated with, with gaming. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I know, like, I know somewhere in the article that we're reading, it mentioned um, they're, they're trying to, to sort of welcome newcomers. 
because like right now gaming is at a point where like fucking my my 92 year old next door neighbor probably plays a few <laughs> games on the weekend you know mm-hmm. um like everybody that i talk to like has some knowledge or some experience with video games so i feel like can anybody guess why it's because Anthem's out. <laughs> Bantham, sorry. Um, fucking Fortnite. Out. Yeah. Really? Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, the game that high schoolers made popular. God damn high schoolers. <laughs> like it or not, I mean, <clears throat> Fortnite has just taken not only the gaming landscape, but just kind of the world by storm. Just out of nowhere. Right. Hmm. Well, and there's a game like that every every generation or so. Like Minecraft was one. Yeah. The Call of Duty franchise is one. Call of Duty. Um, Pokemon. With every generation of these games that are really popular, it does pull more people and more people in. There's a yeah. lot of people out there that play video games, though. Right. People that didn't used to. I mean, yeah. like, gaming is blowing up, especially thanks to like socializing services like Twitch. You know, mm-hmm. gaming has become more of a community thing. It's not just... People used to see gaming as, like, you know, hunkering down in, in your room, lights off, you know, just the screen illuminating your face and being a very yeah. solo experience. That's what I do. I think uh, I think the gaming industry is is especially unique in terms of like penis size. I know I know I brought the uh, penis size is enormous. <laughs> I know we talked about this when when we were ta- when we were nerding out about uh, Apex. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it grew so it grew so large. Got him back to the size. It grew so large because of word of mouth. Right. People play games because their friends tell them about it, or their favorite streamer is playing that, or they saw uh, you know their favorite YouTuber playing it. I was uh, I was playing uh, Apex on launch day, and I was like. I just happened to get off work super early that day, so I was watching the the Twitch announcement and launch yeah. and downloaded and and went from playing with like the first like few hundred thousand people to the next day like a million people are fucking playing. The very next day, five yeah. million people were playing. <laughs> That's like so it, crazy, and it it doesn't seem like it would feel that different in the game, but you could fucking tell. Like the quality of yeah. like uh, skill and shit like that, that game just grew exponentially. We went from yeah, nights where we, so, were, we were, you know, finishing first. I don't want to say with relative ease, but we did a pretty good job. And then, like, nights where we were just getting fucking trashed on. Um, I guess my point of bringing that out, though, like, if, if if services like this do well, we'll hear about it. And it'll be recommended. And, like, I don't know. I think it's cool that that happens, but it's it's weird talking about things like this before they come right. out. Yeah. And, I, and if they're taking the Netflix model and you want to extrapolate on the timeline... Google's looking forward to building a, a solid base platform and then releasing their own content. Well, I think it would work for some type of games. Like even myself, I could see like certain games like mm-hmm. you just want to try out and play. It wouldn't be yeah. bad for that. And um, certain certain yeah. like you said, certain types, like you're not gonna play Street Fighter Five on this, but you might give like Stardew Valley a try. Yeah. Anyway. I guess that's all I've got to say on the matter for now. It'll be mm-hmm. fun to see how yeah. it develops. Yeah, it's cool. I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah. I'm sorry I squeezed twenty minutes out of that. Hopefully they integrate the Google you. Glass with it. That would be awesome. Google Cardboard? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Google Paper Plates is next. Just get ready. Oh, <laughs> um, hey, hey, guys, here's something. Hey, that's yeah. us. Hey, that's you guys. <laughs> what? Um, so, so Microsoft is, I think, considering maybe committed to adding Game Pass on the Nintendo Switch considering like have they announced like uh have they put out a press release on this not i'm on different not their website that's for sure we're talking about it someone go one uh, two three go so what is game pass <laughs> so game pass like basically it would mean e- xbox games would be ported to the switch all xbox games not just like the ones that they release on the little 
I know they have some highlights here. Yeah. They have like some highlights here, like Ori in the Blind Forest or um, um, Microsoft published, my, not not necessarily uh, Microsoft Minecraft or Gears of War or Halo. I use oh, I, I use Game Pass on the computer, and and what Phil Spencer, the head of head of Microsoft Gaming Division right now, says with like Game Game Pass and what he's been pushing for the past few years is that all Microsoft first parties are released day and date on Game Pass. So if you're a Game Pass subscriber. Like you could just boot up the latest game and play it as soon as you. I just played yeah. Crackdown three. I think EA's yeah. one's the same, right? If you're a subscriber, you just get the games when they come no. out. No, yeah, you still have to purchase the game. What? You get early access. EA is a really game. cool company. All right, let's yeah. steer back away from my EA hatred. Oh my god. Okay. Fuck you, EA. <laughs> oh, you boys, you're so fucking stupid. What? You're so fucking dumb. <laughs> you done fucking done it. You just walked right into it. Oh shit. You just walked right in a Jeet Surprise segment. It's called Josh's Soapbox. Josh's Soapbox. (laughs) And here's where where I'm going to edit in some cool, like, rock guitar music (laughs) in the background. (laughs) Speaking of the EA Game Pass, let me tell you something, EA. Kiss my dick. Because (laughs) Anthem's release date was today. Guess how long people have been playing Anthem? For the last fucking week. Because of their yeah. stupid Game Pass service, which gives you nothing but early access. So you could pay more to play the games early. They just had... So this game really launched last week for the Game Pass subscribers. Mm-hmm. Today they put out what they're calling their day one patch on Anthem. Yeah, no, I, re- I heard about that. Yeah. And EA's only increasing staggered release dates in games. Yep. I fucking hate staggered release dates. It is the stupidest shit. It's like a soft opening, I guess. It is, but I mean, it's just squeezing more money out of people for no goddamn reason. If anything, you get to pay a premium to become a beta tester. Who the fuck yeah, wants that? Which, I want that. shit, man, let's be honest, EA is notorious for trying to squeeze money out of their fucking player base. It's not surprising, yeah. but EA is like on a, oh man, first loot boxes they're and shit like that. It's like they try to grab as many negative headlines as they can. So, let me ask you this, because I've been thinking about this myself last week, because the Anthem's released. So do you mm-hmm. think these companies are actually just like, Fuck them. Let's get all the money out of them we can. Or do you think that it's just that the way that these large producers have grown to where they're spending so much money to make these games that they need to pull in all this money? And so that's why they're doing this stuff. There are more creative and more viable solutions to this shit when large companies like EA or Activision... That's right, Bobby Kotick. You thought I forgot, motherfucker. You're in my soapbox, too. (laughs) Tom Howard. (laughs) Tom Howard, you... Tom Howard, you son of a bitch. I'm coming for you next. But when you've got this many shareholders, you've got to please doing the right thing goes straight out the window. So you think it's a shareholder yeah. thing where they're trying to increase shareholder? It is 100% a shareholder thing. Oh my god, thing. for sure. How does Bobby oh, Kotick, how does Bobby Kotick, I know, I'm not mad at you, I'm mad at, I'm fucking coming for you, Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> how does Bobby Kotick announce record high profits for the company and then lay off 8% of staff? You don't do that shit with a successful company unless you've got pressure from shareholders. Yeah. yeah. Maybe so. It sounded like you said Sarah Holder. <laughs> I wanted to meet Sarah. When, when Sarah Holder gets here, <laughs> she's gonna she's gonna go on a tear. She's gonna lay off everybody from everybody's job. Sarah Holder, come on our podcast. <laughs> Sarah Holder, please don't fire All us. All right, I'm gonna climb down from my soapbox now. We can go back okay. to talking about Microsoft's Game Pass. Um, yeah, man, you got me hyped. Oof. I got a Molotov in my hand. All right, um, fuck, I blacked out for a second. Where yeah, where are we? Where are we? Um, so anyway, I like. Where where my mind went with this is is sort of the possibility of, um, like like, uh, 
cross-platform across every system, every platform. Ooh. I don't know if they're going to do multiplayer uh, online at all, yeah. but the, f- the fact that, like, like especially Nintendo games are extremely exclusive. I know PS PlayStation has a lot of exclusive games. Mm-hmm. I know... Um, well, to be to be honest, the, the way Microsoft's been moving the last three years trying to make up for the deficit between them and PlayStation, I'm more surprised that Nintendo would allow this than, than Microsoft, because they have to approve yeah. this, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's nuts. I wonder if they'll do the Apple route. Like, um, on, on certain things, if you buy a... Uh, I was going to say prescription. If you buy a subscription service through your iPhone, it'll be a couple mm-hmm. dollars more because you know, you're still paying for that service and that company still wants the same same amount. But Apple charges a fee for every purchase that gets made through their devices. Oh. So that's that company compensating for that fee. That way they don't take a revenue loss. Maybe so. They, just, I don't they see, pass I don't that see. on to the consumer. There's no... I. <laughs> All right, well, like, Microsoft is doing this, but I do not see PlayStation doing this. I do not see micro, um, Nintendo doing this. Just because their IPs are so freaking, like, they love them. You know? I could see Nintendo. Yeah. Nintendo would be more more receptive than, than um, Sony is. Actually, they just, when they launched Minecraft on the yeah. uh, Nintendo Switch, they put out a big presser about, like, uh, Mario and, like, Master Chief and shit like that in Minecraft. Like, fucking dilly dancing around and sucking each other off and shit like that just trying to there it was whenever all that pressure was on sony to allow cross-platform play yeah you know they, oh. they did a very targeted ad at them and they did it together so let me go download minecraft real quick yeah, <laughs> i'll be back just to fuck sony uh, i just want to see mario and master chief um so, 69 yeah it'll be interesting man if there comes a day where you could play like fucking halo on your nintendo device that would be that would be groundbreaking cool. No, that'd be awesome. Oh my god, for sure. There's a there's a little bit of emphasis in this article too, um, saying that they might be trying to turn Xbox, um, not specifically Microsoft, but specifically Xbox, into like a Steam esque entity mm-hmm. within gaming. It's so it would it would be a it would be like a, a a platform rather than a console, you know? Yeah, and that would track with what Phil Spencer's been trying to get out. You know, the message to gamers is that he wants to turn Xbox not into a box, but a brand. And he wants it to be gamer first focused. Like they, they want to make great games to reach gamers and they don't want a box to be a limitation. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's brand. It'd be really cool to see him start backing that stuff. He kind of has already with the game pass. Like I said, it's nuts that, you know, he, they're releasing day and date Xbox games on PC. That shit used to never happen. Like fucking Xbox was a silent thing. Yeah. Speaking of uh, PlayStation exclusivity, if if Xbox does do this, um, you know, eventually PlayStation will have to catch up. There's no way that it does so poorly that they take it out of the market completely. No, and you're right. I, like PlayStation and Nintendo will have to catch up with it. <clears throat> and Sony's mm-hmm. kind of doing that right now with the example uh, just mentioned earlier with the cross-platform shit. They they've just yeah. had to let what was it Rocket League it was their second game they allowed cross-platform on Fortnite being the first because yeah. of obvious pressures, but. Yeah, and there's really no barrier stopping this other than Sony just doesn't want competition names showing up on their systems like at all. Yeah, it's it's just stubborn old business practices, and which I'm I'm worried is going to fucking sink them. Sony's been in yeah. a weird place the last few years. Like they're yeah. they're they've got a comfortable lead on the console thing, and they just kind of it it seems like they're 
not giving up, but coasting real hard. Kind of stagnant. It seems yeah. like to me that they would allow Microsoft and other companies on their system, but I feel like they wouldn't put their games on other people's systems just because of the way they yeah, act for now. Sure. Yeah. yeah, if anybody's going to hold off to be the last one to allow their games on other people's systems, it definitely will be Sony. Because even Nintendo, in, in a, I want to say it was the Japanese market, like they beta tested like Super Mario Odyssey running on NVIDIA Shield tablets. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. Yeah, so, I mean, everybody's... The future of the gaming landscape is changing is changing rapidly, yeah. and I think it's going to take like some very hard fucking turns soon. And it just seems like Microsoft and Nintendo are preparing themselves in a way that Sony just kind of doesn't seem to be. If they yeah. are, they're not being as public about it. Well, and you were saying too, like they they have a lead on on the console game, but literally this, this whole concept is about consoles falling out from underneath them about them not being a thing anymore yeah and you know what scares me the last time this happened was playstation 2 and then they came yeah. out ps3 so fucking cocky and bombed it hard hmm. so huh i, I mean know, man you can't take away consoles totally because like the switch is like this portable console like i mean i guess you could have a uh a, a, a tablet or something mm-hmm. but yeah. i don't know i don't i i get that i guess this is more about the games that are played on them gotcha because like like any of these softwares can run any of the the competition games, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. The exclusivity is what it, what it's about. Yeah, and I'm, I think you're right. I don't think we're seeing consoles go anywhere for a very long time. Okay. I think what yeah. we may have to do is just redefine what we consider to be consoles, especially like with streaming service boxes coming out. Yeah, I also it, really like the the movement controls, like the Wii and the Switch. I think that that's a really cool concept. I wish more systems did that. I wish more systems. Uh, now you get did to play right. Halo on them. What'd you say, Josh? I said I wish more systems did it right. Yeah, yeah, but I like that as a thing, and I, I and I feel like if consoles die, then that will just completely that will die, and so that would suck. That's sort of uh, like uh, what's the word? Like user interface innovation. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm for that stuff. My problem with that stuff is that like first party studios use it and then immediately abandon it when third party studios don't develop for it because it's too expensive. Yeah. A few a few indie games have done some stuff. There's one where you can fly the plane using one as a joystick and the other one as a, a throttle. It's pretty interesting. But the problem with that mm-hmm. stuff is it needs to become console unanimous. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. um, like Rumble feature. That was a Nintendo thing first, and then Sony started doing it. And now every console has to have it because developers just automatically put that in. But like uh, when the PlayStation Three launched, they had like a a motion sensing controller called what was it the Six Axis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And very few developers developed for it because Xbox didn't have that, and it's fucking expensive to devote you know, yeah. that kind of programming that time different to Different input, yeah. The Rumble feature is so weird when you think about it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, it's so good, But though. it's so good. Like you just, I'm so glad it exists. You came up with that. And it's fucking ingenious because it's, it's a way of relaying message to the player without pulling yeah. any more of their attention away it's just like people are all thing. like we need we're, next up is smell-o-vision and they're like hold up what if we just make this move <laughs> next is fuck-o-vision we're gonna insert a probe into their anus that'll pulsate and inflate hell yeah which like for, for how for how little um advancements have been made in like specifically in immersiveness within games mm-hmm. the rumble mm-hmm. feature is like fuck yes it's like a whole new way to to put you into the game <laughs> You I'm not gonna lie, a, like a rumble the, pack. <laughs> Microsoft put yeah. rumble uh, triggers on their controller, like the the mm-hmm. R two, whatever they're called, like the big triggers you pull with your index fingers. Yeah, it yeah. re- feels really fucking good. Like 
when you're playing a shooter and you feel like you're actually pulling the trigger on a gun. Oh, the actual, like, the trigger moves. The trigger itself has vibration in it, so you feel it, like, on the tip of your finger. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, I like how they did, like, the, the, the triggers on the X, when the Xbox controller first came out, how you could kind of, like, ease on it, and it would pick up, like, it yeah, wasn't binary. Triggers. Yeah, that yeah. was really cool. I thought that was neat when they came up with that. PlayStation 3 had a... Dude, their controller was a fucking bomb because each of the face buttons was analog. Mm. But only, like, one game ever took advantage of it, and it was Metal Gear Solid 4, and that's because uh, Hideo Kojima has, like, a huge boner for console gimmicks. He loves it. He just constantly has a huge no, boner like, for he's, pretty much everything. Yeah, he seriously does. <laughs> constantly. I met him. It was amazing. I haven't, I haven't met him. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's huge boner. Like, it's just... He wears, so he wears sweatpants on purpose, <laughs> so he shows. It Three, shows all the time. Uh, Three-legged sweatpants. <laughs> It's got a little elephant. <laughs> oh my god, that's adorable oh. and sexy. Hideo uh, Kojima, come on the podcast. Come on the podcast. Come on the podcast, Mister Kojima. I like how anytime we mention anybody with any sort of clout, <laughs> we just <laughs> begged them to come on the podcast. You never know, Jade yeah, man. They might listen. One time, there's there has to be one person that will. Right? You never know for sure, but I got a pretty good idea what they'll say. Barack Obama, come on the podcast. <laughs> Zach Galifianakis, come on the podcast. Right. That's how you pronounce it. Yep, you nailed it. Come on the podcast, Zachary. <laughs> All right, so speaking of Microsoft cool. getting shit on Nintendo, Nintendo's going through a bunch of changes. Is yes. that right, JB? Yeah, so Bowser got pissed off and fucking kicked out. <laughs> oh, shit. Is this, wait, is this, when he, is this when he like ate a mushroom and now he turned into Peach? Yeah, he turned, in, he turned into now, a um, Now he's Bowser's. God, remember... Oh. Remember how he was so fucking wow. sexy. Way to, keep, way to keep current on your internet memes, JB. That was that was the power crown or something like that, wasn't it? Um, the, the peach I mushroom? Know. I can't remember. I don't remember. God, I wanted to fuck Bowser before. Oh, road. Um, but so now he, I don't. He, he, said, he said, Reggie, get the fuck out of here. And Reggie was like, okay, I'll retire. And so and so now <laughs> Bowser is running Nintendo America. And Where's Reggie tight. going? Back to Pizza Hut? Reggie is quitting because he wants to compete in the Nintendo tournaments to be the Nintendo champion of the world. And he God, he's like I fucking knew it. Uh, like like <laughs> Agit Agit Pie is like the dark version of Reggie Fisame. They both have the same personality, very different motives. <laughs> they in both goals. have giant Reese Reese's pieces. Somebody, yeah. Uh Ajit Pie is just uh Reggie <laughs> Fisame on second playthrough doing all the dark choices. Yes. That's what I'm saying. He's doing the genocide run. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so so um Reggie feels aim. He was there for fifteen years with Nintendo Go-oggle. America. Thirteen years as its president and C O O. Also pronounced as a coup. That's the um, chief officer officer, right? He was the chief, officer of all the officers. Operations officer. Chief awesome officer. Uh, awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Interesting awesome. enough, his last day will be on tax day. Ah, uh, he's he knows he's playing the system. He's nice. skipping taxes. He's got he knows him. if he if he retires on tax day, he gets all of America's taxes. It's a fucking loophole nobody knew about. Mister Fisame, you Reggie, you son of a bitch, you did it again. <laughs> so I don't know if y- um, y'all saw the the picture of um the Bowser guy that I yeah. put in the thing. Notice that Mario and Luigi are tied up with a GameCube controller in the back. So not only does this dude love Nintendo, but he's also in a BDSM. He's destroying Mario and Luigi. That's his first act as president of the United America. <laughs> We're Nintendo bringing in thing. Halo. <laughs> I, I, have a, I have a quick question. Hmm. Did Veggie Resume actually do anything, or was he just a face for Nintendo? It's more uh, of he a... Was, 
he was president of North like Nintendo North America. Yeah, that's okay. kind of a PR thing, you know, where you just like go and talk about stuff. I don't know if he actually made any. I mean, I'm sure he made some decisions, but I don't know well, if he made any. Nah. When with their branch stuff, like locations like that, normally what that does, is, just from like an outsider's perspective, it, it's kind of like a marketing guide because you uh-huh. can't market games the same way you do in, in other cultures because cultures have you know different norms and, and taboos and shit like that. You're kidding so, me, really? But so <laughs> I'm so dumbfounded by your stupid fucking response. That, that disappointed size. <laughs> Josh is so box. Fucking Jeremy. Josh <laughs> fucking Jeremy. Coming yeah. for you, Tom Howard. No, yeah, what I, th- what I think is that we're at it. It, it's just like kind of outer market outreach. It tells uh, yeah. uh, like companies who are based on other, you know, international companies how to you know, approach different markets and stuff like that and give them guidance. Yeah. So yeah. N- while they weren't in charge of develop- game development or anything, they were very much in charge of how to message and sell that game. The marketing of, of America, yeah. Um, I called this guy Veggie Resume and none of you stopped me. And you just kept talking about I loved it, but I didn't I'm want to be the first okay. I'm all about it. I thought it was a good nickname. I was trying to think of a way to work in a Bindi Dong Cumberbatch joke. Um, okay. So the guy that's taking over... Um, Doug Bowser. Doug Bowser. Do you know where he worked before he started working for Nintendo? Procter and Gamble. Pizza Hut. EA son of a bitch. Woo! Oh god. But before that, Procter and Gamble. (laughs) Either he's trying to spread the the EA tactics or he 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 hated it and jumped ship to Nintendo. Nintendo's new initiative, you mail us twenty five bucks and we mail you a box. (laughs) It may have a switch in it or it might have five skins for Fortnite. We don't know. Mail us a money order and a UPC. Look up Nintendo on Venmo and just send us as much as you fucking can. That's right. Slimy fucking worms. I'll randomly pick the top donor. (laughs) They're going with the Soja Boy raffle where they'll they're randomly pick the top donor. Uh, is it is it time for Nintendo adds Game Pass to (laughs) Soldier? Nintendo adds Game Pass to the Soldier Bot. Soldier Watch still down. Um, This has been your Soldier Minute. (laughs) So yeah, um, so people are like, "Well, he used to work for EA," and they're like, "Well, what if he like didn't like EA, so he left and he went to Nintendo?" And he's like, "This is where I really belong," and now he's a total Nintendo dude. So it's gonna be fine. Um, That's why the scientific turn is Nintendo, bro. (laughs) Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, th- I think Jeremy saying this is going to be fine convinced me that it's not going to be oh, fine. Oh shit! I, I think you're right. Folks. I hope it's okay. He he has no control over like any, yeah. any of the important shit anybody's worried about. All like I said, all he's getting control is like marketing message and occasionally advise the Japanese uh, corporate offices like on how to Overlords. approach things. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's a big deal. I just think it's funny that his name is Bowser. I think they chose him because okay. his name is Bowser. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, they had to have interviewed people, right? <laughs> they had to have known. As you joined Nintendo and he was like, straight to the top, baby. There's no stopping me. Congratulations, oh, man. you beat out Steven Solid Snake and Marcus Master Chief. Because Reggie did some like fun, some fun promo, some fun like face stuff. That's what Nintendo. I'm going to miss. Can you imagine? Yeah, Reggie they're gonna, They're going to dress up. No. No, Omega. They're gonna dress up Doug in these fun Bowser suits and make it. Holy make shit! What if they just Bowser. hit the ground running with like sweet Bowser meme starring Doug Bowser? Just, oh, straight, God, I would get. I would nut straight twenty to feet across hub, the room. Straight to Pornhub. 
Bowsette porno with Doug Bowser. A fucking tight would it be hentai on if they just put the the Brazzers logo every uh, on like every video he releases. Like Nintendo put it themselves. <laughs> Nintendo You can only search for Bowsette hentai. Yes. 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 They're finally speaking TFTM. to me and my interests. <laughs> also, nice Smash Brothers character. Reggie seems like such a young fella. It's crazy. He's retiring. He's, My man, do you know how much money he made? I would retire too. Two dollars. I'm, I'm, I'm just two dollars at estimated. least enough for a subway sandwich. <laughs> like he Kids was meal. a top level executive at Pizza Hut, and whenever they had like the fucking Bigfoot and Big New Yorker pizza. Yeah, yeah. He's he loved. He that was loved like early two thousands, wasn't it? He was the founder of the Big Pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Is that is that when they were like, listen up, motherfuckers, our crust is pretzel now. It's got cheese in it and shit. <laughs> Shove the shit in your face like you fat motherfucker. Come on, come on, me, you it. fat fucking piece you of know shit. You love this you fat food in your fat mouth. You goddamn animal pizza eating motherfucker. Reggie feels That's right. Here. It's Tell your you boy, this. Reggie. <laughs> here, to, here to fuck blast your brain with more pizza knowledge. I've been in the lab all day with these pizza artisans, and here's what we got for you. Remember that crust? Fuck you. It's pizza now. That's right. <laughs> the double pizza pizza. All pizza from tip to middle. It's your boy, Reggie Reg. Here we are. Listen up, nerds. <laughs> Got it again. You boys thought we was done fucking around with tomato sauce, cheese, and bread? Nah, peep this. It's the pizza Rito. What it is is we roll up a pizza like a burrito. Not the way you're thinking. Cheese outside, motherfucker. Holy you're getting shit. messy, and you're going to love it. We put Alfredo sauce instead of tomato sauce. Fuck your father's pizza. You're gonna like the new the game you now. Look. You gotta, you gotta adapt or perish, motherfuckers, in this game. Oh man, I just wish I was there when they discovered the Bigfoot pizza. Like, what if you mean the pizza? They dug it up from a from an old crater they found in Mesoamerica. Bigfoot pizza. Holy shit, we're on to something. Oh, it's just a like a blurry picture of a pizza walking through the woods. <laughs> looking over imagine, his shoulder could you imagine Domino's when they first saw it they're like oh shit we could have made our pizzas look like Domino's this whole time alright alright uh, uh, we gotta make a small foot to compete Any, anytime any Domino's would come in Reggie would just fucking curb stomp their commercial uh, I see y'all trying to no, launch no, no. shit no 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 here's one right off the dome the double pizza pizza express pizza triple pizza pizza <laughs> It's 15 pizzas. I'd staple them together, put it in a box. <laughs> Fuck you, Domino's. Got it. They're edible Reggie staples. Uh, uh, hand me another line. I got to get another line. I bet me. Reggie was like the first motherfucker to ever do a mic drop. He's just snorting cheese all day. I <laughs> bet Reggie was the first. I re- <laughs> He's just injecting marinara sauce into his balls. I bet Reggie went back in time and invented the sideways hat look. The pizza nut. <laughs> For sure. Did. I, pizza Reggie Fizeme, will personally <laughs> ejaculate on your pizza. <laughs> Welcome to Pizza Nut. <laughs> and I spell my name in cursive with nut oh, on every pizza. God damn, that's talent. Some someone called me Red <laughs> Veggie Resume, so I changed my name to illegally. <laughs> Fuck you. Veggie Resume. Like, close. <laughs> I love it so much. Oh boy. So is it Mitch's Oh, is it my time to, to take Jeed Man's stolen question? Yeah, tickle our intellect with your personal questions. Ticklish. All right, my ticklish boys, here's something. Yeah. Uh, tell me about your best gaming memories. Let's put on the the hmm. VR headset that makes you travel back through time. Take me back to when you were a little boy. Parents were arguing in the next room, and you were, what were you, what were you playing then? Oh, shit, that's a long time ago. I wasn't thinking about that far. Ooh. It doesn't have to be that far. Just, like, what's the most prominent 
know. gaming like memory. You should, you you should have. go first, so I could think. Should I? Yeah. I have I have a few. If you want me to go first, I'll go first. It's fuck you. Okay. It was that All time. Right, it was that time I was uh, playing Minesweeper on my computer, and then we went on a twenty-minute Reggie Fizeme rant about the pizza. <laughs> <net>. <laughs> I was, I'm just trying to play Minesweeper, and these guys start recording a That's podcast. That's you do the podcast. You just play Minesweeper. That's why I seem like so half cocked all the time. I'm just not like half paying attention. You always say otherwise I'd be cocked full cocked, me, big boy. Yeah. No, um, I know I talk about this game a lot, but it's because it was so important to me. It was Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Like I, I can, I remember like the exact day. Like I really got into that fucking game because we we had had it, it was on PlayStation One. We had picked it up. It was part of the, like a greatest hits collection. It's when it's whenever you know they had a game that was out for a while, but they wanted to try and sell it again on the market. They'd put like a bright green stripe on the side and, and sell it for twenty bucks instead of full price. And it'd been sitting like in our in our disc collection for a while. And I, I kind of tried it like once, but I didn't really get into it because I was uh, probably a little too young for it and just couldn't grasp all the systems. Yeah. And then there was like one summer afternoon, like my my buddies who I'd normally go hang out with when we didn't have school were, were just unavailable for some reason or the other. Mm-hmm. It, it was a, it was a right sunny day, but I just didn't feel like going outside cause I didn't have anybody to go hang with. So I just, I was just flipping through the games, decided to try this one out finally. And I just fucking sat there all afternoon playing it. And it Which, was like the most perfect gaming day. Metal gear solid. You said metal gear solid. I don't know, man. Like it, it just enthralled me. Yeah. And ever since then I've just been hooked on gaming in general. Nothing particularly special, but it's just like the most vivid memory I have about gaming. Like I can remember, I can remember a lot of things about most of the games I played, but like that is the only game where I I could just I, I pick I could picture like my living room, like exactly how it was with the with exact you know the sun beaming in through the, the blinds and shit like that, and just the overall mood of the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So that's, anyway, that's mine. Yeah. So, I mean. Mainly when I when I think about like really great times in gaming, like I think about playing video games with my brothers and like so like I mean we used to play, we used to play um, uh, Street Fighter two, and mm-hmm. like we would get in literal fist fights after the games. Fuck yeah! Because everybody God, the game's so you immersive. Can't, that's cheap. You can't just do the electric shock thing with that guy the whole time. Um, I love fist me, fighting my brother. You can't just throw fireballs the whole time. But that's what I always think about. But there's this one time, and the game is dun 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 dun. You have to cut this out. Yes. So, um, so we got Goldeneye for Christmas, and it was motherfucking Goldeneye, dude. I got pink eye for Christmas. Yeah, we had pink eye too. Um, but we only had two controllers. And but every Christmas we would go to our grandma's house, and she had a fucking big screen projection TV. She was a huge Goldeneye fan. So she loved Goldeneye. Like, she just had Pierce Brosnan pictures all over her walls. And we would go there, and we brought we brought the game because my cousin had two more controllers. So, and we, oh, we could shit. play fucking four-man fucking Goldeneye. Can we get some a, hype for Jeremy's on, cousin in the chat? On a giant. Yeah, woo! I love you, Craig. Um, on the giant. I love you, too, Craig. <laughs> Call me back. Craig, on come on the gi- podcast. <laughs> Craig, come on the podcast. On the giant TV. It was amazing. And then everyone said I was cheap because I kept picking Odd Job. Um, yeah, you were fucking cheap. Everybody <laughs> knows you don't play Odd I Job. Really, I was really young. <laughs> Slappers uh, only know Odd Job. No Odd Job. <laughs> but that rule wasn't there at the time. It was brand new. Um, but yeah, man, I just remember that being really fun. And like, I remember playing with rocket launchers and stuff. It was just, it was just crazy. 
It's good times. Rocket Rocket Launchers was the nickname they made for their uncle's penis. Yeah. Mm, delicious. Love playing with rocket launchers. Love playing with a rocket launcher. Proximity Mines was the name for my other uncle's penis. Nice. That's his butt You got it. <laughs> if you got too close to it. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> it's always stepping on landmines. <laughs> oh, God. Or proximity mines, whatever you said. Yes, proximity oh, mines. So that's mine. What about you, Mitch? That's um, good. You boys are going to laugh at me. I'm the youngest <laughs> of the group, so oh. this, may, this may be funny. That This is like the first uh, the first memorable gaming experience that I had. Uh, Say Pokemon. I, 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 Say Pokemon. It might be Pokemon. Say it again. Now that I think of it. He, he no, said um, it. So I, grew, I grew up in a really weird sort of era of gaming where like... I. The, probably the first game i played was like brick breaker snake on my fucking dad's blackberry that he used for work um and like i had had game boys uh i was pretty little though so like g said with with metal gear solid i didn't really grasp how to really play the games and enjoy them Mm. i sort of just fucked around with them um and i guess my first super memorable experience with games is i was uh at my at my grandmother's house it was like christmas time so all the family was there oh shit um i've always i've always been a, a social recluse so i was in like my my grandpa's office it's like a little computer room he had like a super old dell desktop mm-hmm. and he told me i could like you know i could watch something there's like movies on there watch any point and i i saw I, I, saw, <laughs> I saw i saw an icon that said portal what? fuck yes dude and portal was i i instead of having christmas dinner with my family instead of you know Going to bed at a reasonable hour for a child, I I, I played Portal yeah, until cake. I beat it. So Portal was like I, your your gaming like virginity popped. That was my first one. Well, because like I, my parents never let me grow up with um like a GameCube or like any of the, the any of the Nintendo. And you ran away from home, the, right? From those yeah. horrible horrible <laughs> they, parents. You went live with your well, grandpa. Like, I never played the original Xbox until it was like already a sort of vintage thing before before the the the, the three sixty or after the three sixty came out. That's crazy. And so. Wow. Oh man. And so like ever since then, like I love puzzle games. I love like shorter, smaller scale yeah. games that have more passion put into them because of it. Um yeah, man. Portals. 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 I don't know Maybe. if you heard they First, made a second one. I did play that one, but I played it multiplayer, it was really good. It took me back to that oh man. Took me back to my grandpa's office where all the lights are like that warm yellow color. Mm-hmm. It's snowing outside, but I was in a warm room. Big old like old leather chair with a couple cracks in it. Queak it squeaks when you sit back. <laughs> you just said it queefs when you sit back. I heard that. <laughs> it does. Oh, uh, uh, grandpa's old does, queef chair. It, 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 it does do that. How different backgrounds it came from. Cause like my my mm-hmm. dad was like in the video games for some reason. I guess because he was into computers. Like he did he did computer work when he was in the army. And mm-hmm. uh, so yeah. when Atari came out, like he bought an Atari, and so we had an Atari, and I had no idea how to do anything in that game. But oh, I remember God, playing. You had it. one of those sweet ass '80s nerd dads. Yeah, but then when we got older, my brother's super good at video games. I'm not that great, mm-hmm. but my brother's like crazy good. So when we got a Nintendo, my brother would always beat my dad, and so that's when pretty much when my dad stopped playing. <laughs> that's when that's when Parent Protective Services got involved. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh... he plays with my nephews now. Which is funny, gross. But, yeah, on video games. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Segway. I I still to this day have no idea why my grandpa had Portal you loaded up on his installed it? work desktop. I have asked my my cousins who were younger at the time, like around the age they would be playing games. None of them downloaded it. Wow. Um, I asked my grandma about it. She has no fucking idea what that Didn't is. You had to buy the orange box to get that. You couldn't get it. Just you yeah. did. 
No, so, that's false. Hmm? Is it false? That's fucking wrong. Maybe the or- no Orange Box came out after Portal. Oh, that's was right. it? Or- okay. Orange Box was their first uh, console release, and that, that that's what um. Oh shit! Was it Portal? That it was... I don't know. But I know that's wrong. I know you could buy Portal, you could buy Portal, Portal TF2 separate. and Half Life. Oh, yeah. was it Portal? You could buy. Yeah. Yeah. Portal. Yeah, that might have been. Was it Left 4 Dead? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. But I don't know. It was, it was Portal TF2 and Half Life. Oh, yeah. Orange yeah. Box. But but Portal came out before that. I didn't know. No, I was yeah, before PC that, and you could purchase point. it solo. Okay. Um, yeah, so that was my first. I kind of went through like the whole growing up with video games phase after that. Like, That's I, pretty wild, I, man. Wow. I My first time to like an arcade was after I played that computer game. My first time with a console was after I played that computer game. I got a laptop uh, a couple years after that. Um, That's fucking awesome, Started dude. playing. Yeah, yeah dude. crazy. I love that feeling of just like a game just washing over you and just... It feels like it just kind of unlocks your brain. <laughs> like I so wish like, I came into gaming machine. with Portal as my first game. Except that, I know I'm, so, I'm kind of jealous. It like, would set the, that's why I'm so game. cool. It would set the bar so high though. Like I feel like every other game would be a letdown. <laughs> like Metal Gear Solid definitely wasn't like my first game by any means, but it was the first time like games just kind of seemed like a a, a new thing to me. Yeah, yeah. It seemed like more. Well, than like just, I, you know. I, I had played like arcade games, and I still love arcade games. But that was the first one that I that sort of. Uh, oh fucking! Arc- I didn't even think about arcade games for all this. Yeah, man, Brick Breaker, high score. I'm not a huge arcade Night. guy. Like <laughs> really? as much as I want to get into arcade games, man. That's the thing, man. I love pinball. I love any arcade machine. Yeah, I love arcade. I, games. Like, I love to play them, but they just don't. They don't stick with me. Fucking you know what I mean? Ultra, oh. Ultracade at college. Oh my god, I I, I fucking failed so many <laughs> classes because of that. And Marvel vs. Capcom yeah. too. The only the only arcade game that that really I have memories of is just uh, the Simpsons like four player beat 'em up. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. I remember they had one of those cabinets at our Mr. Gaddy's, which was like a Chuck E. Like Cheese. Mr. Knockoff. Gaddy's. Those are still like around. The, the only reason I have any interest in fighting games is because I used to. There's like an old arcade in the in the town I used to live in in Connecticut. Um, Doxed. And I would I would Boom. I would go down there with the roller quarters and and play fighting games. So she loves on on like a, on like an old fucking arcade machine with like a legit fight box built into it. I actually like want to a... get. They make like these little uh, arcade sticks with like Mame and stuff built into them yeah. that you just plug yeah. into. Yeah, they don't want one so bad. There's like two hundred fifty bucks. I always loved like doing the racing games at arcades because it felt like you were driving yeah. an actual car. So yeah, cool. Dave and Buster's. You went to Dave and Buster's. I went to Dave and Buster's was my first gaming experience. Jesus Christ, that's so <laughs> pl- much better than what's I, here. <laughs> I played Portal at Dave and Buster's. It was really cool. You really just got drunk. I got, I got a free mimosa because of it. Nice. Dave and Buster's is wild. Yeah, it's yeah. expensive. But... All right, guys. I think it's time for my favorite segment. Oh yeah. And Brendan Fraser's favorite segment. It's Jeremy's soapbox, motherfuckers. No. Um, what? <laughs> and in that what? Same guitar riff. <laughs> I hate everybody. No. Um. It's time for Review Crew, where each week we deploy drones deep within the bowels of Amazon to find the greatest reviews for Brendan Fraser's listening pleasure. Yay! Come on our podcast, Brendan. We love. We you. still love Come you. Come on our podcast. We still love you very much. We're so proud of you. Yeah, we're so proud. We love you. You're such I'm a watching big the. Boy. F- I'm watching the first episode of Doom Patrol tonight. Nice. Let me know how that mm-hmm. goes. I will not. Don't tell me how the show is. Just you. let me know how you feel. Um, I feel good. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> so my first. Item, I knew that. 
It always seems like they just have some rogue AI that writes the name of these freaking items. Um, so the first item is prop money, plain money, pretend dollar bills, $2,000, full print, new style, money copy of $20 dollars bill stack and authentic bank strap. I just had an aneurysm. I'll see you guys later. Um, Be right so, back. I'm ordering a thousand of these to play in an elaborate bank. <laughs> so my, my, my first review. It's going to have 200,000. Yeah. My first review comes from the letter A. A. I'm making a shape of an A with my hands. Um, he gives it five stars. So it's cool. It's a good prop for flashing. <laughs> Does A just like throw the dollar, the fake dollar, and then the titties come out? Wait. Is that what they're doing? Or does he throw the dollar and then he flashes his dong? No, he wraps it around his penis like a oh, condom. And shit. He, he goes to the local park yeah. and performs unspeakable acts. He said, how would you blow $20? Boom. <laughs> hey. With my mouth. Get it? <laughs> my second <laughs> there was almost an audible flop on that <laughs> my second review my next review is from Cade because it five stars says free dance I read the title I was like hmm that's an interesting title Cade goes on to say works well in a strip club they have no idea it's fake free dance <laughs> That guy's an asshole, but also very funny. He's That's a, a very funny person. He's an entrepreneur. Uh, no, I think yeah. he just has a friend in prison named Dance. And he's starting a... <laughs> he's like, free dance. <laughs> free he's dance. Gas, grassroots movement. Dance is innocent. <laughs> uh, my next review is from the letter E. Um, five Man, stars. So many alphabet yeah, I don't know. This. I lost the fake friend thanks to this money. <clears throat> this was purchased uh-huh. for an event, and it went really well. What was disappointing was after the event. I brought back what was left and pranked my friend by pulling a tissue out of my bag and accidentally dropping the folded fake bills on the floor. She looked down and pretended she didn't see until I walked away. (laughs) I was hurt to know she was a fake friend who lost me over fake money. This money is very realistic when it's folded. Just be careful about how you use it. You can start fights with these. (laughs) Okay, cool. Is there a link to purchase fake friend from the fake money? We need to buy more freak friends. Freak, fr- oh, fake friends. That's hard to say. Freak, freak friends. Fake freak friend. Frank. Very realistic, especially when folded. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, man. Okay. Fake friends. You think, you think Laundry Bot has a fake friend mode? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> he picks up all your money and decides. <laughs> Just dips. But see, f- uh, fake friend mode to an already fake laundry machine would just like full circle back around what it is it puts money in your pockets as it's folding the laundry oh wow that'd be awesome <laughs> just, every time you put on a and jacket, a little note oh. a little a little note that says lunch is on me today honey kissy face xoxo <laughs> and this is a sandwich stuffed in your other pocket <laughs> peanut butter and jelly everywhere with like a little smiley There's face ma- drawn on top of the the ham and mustard <laughs> There's mayo everywhere. No. <laughs> Who puts mayo on a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Robots. Man. White white <laughs> people, probably. Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> hey, life track. It's like, man, I want to make more goofs about this fake money, but it does look pretty good for fake money, and I do want to commit real crimes with fake there's, money. There's <laughs> so many people who are pissed off about it having Chinese characters on it. Well, All right. no, duh. I mean, they're not just going to... They can't just print out exact replicas. There's so many reviews. All right. All right, all right, all right. Josh. Yeah. So you got to you gotta put, like, two million of this fake money into circulation. <laughs> mm. 
and then that and the then, fake money and, becomes the real money. And then you and then you and then the real money goes out of currency and you heist the it. real money's yes. the fake money now. And then Jeff Jeff Bezos has all of it, all the real money and fake money. It's all his. <laughs> and you, you, you laugh at him. <laughs> and you laugh at him like what a fucking idiot. <laughs> The only person with real money. Look at Jeff rich. Bezos just Scrooge McDucking a bunch of like <laughs> Chinese Mark twenty dollar bills. He's just diving into him. Fucking just dives into. Him. He dives in and when he hits the bills, he realizes they're not real bills because he is such a connoisseur of dollar bills. He knows that he knows the he feeling knows the of real, real bills. He gets one thousand paper cuts and says, "Real bills will never do this to me." Real bills. His last words were "Woo." What? What? A Ducktales reference. Ah, I see. Ducktales. All right, we can't do that because everyone's all our listeners are gonna hate us. Um, (laughs) So my next item is Harry and Meghan, a royal romance. Mm. I'm so excited. I saw this item. I haven't opened the link. I saw this item. Open, open that link, dog. That link. Ah, oh, it's beautiful. So I'm like, it's a movie. I'm like, huh? That looks like Meghan Markle, but that doesn't look like Prince Harry. And to which I then realized that this is like a re, like a dramatization of their like love story. <laughs> what? Not, yes. Huh. <laughs> so fucking weird. They know that that wedding was very publicly covered, right? <laughs> People already saw it. <laughs> they saw the real thing. I'd love to meet the person sitting in the audience of the fucking wedding. Because that's, that's what it's called at a wedding, the audience, right? Yes, yes. And just think to themselves, huh. It's called the peanut gallery. This wedding's good, but... <laughs> but I want a lifetime adaptation. <laughs> I want a lifetime. And this one, ha- if- Harry starts beating her. <laughs> he starts beating off right in the middle of the wedding. <laughs> But what if she was like an independent reporter who had given up on love? And Harry. <laughs> and also raids too. Harry was a secret billionaire prince <laughs> that ran away from his fortune in order to find love from a normal person. Yes. And also, I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure I just wrote like five Lifetime movies. And Harry hates Christmas. <laughs> Can I? Uh... He teaches him to love Christmas. Can I read this, this one star review oh, really do it. quick? Good, my boy. Dude. Um, so anonymous says one enough. start says uh, <laughs> oh I know which one you're doing <laughs> one side takes a side in the gender war and what <laughs> goes on to say they should have remained neutral but they chose to take a side which what the fuck <laughs> yeah Prince Harry should have been a trans fluid gender man <laughs> I don't understand what that God. means I've been trying to figure it out forever. They they took a side in the, the great. You guys are ready for the great gender war because it's happening right now. So hopefully you're I have ready. I have my sharp stick. I have my gun with me. I have two guns with me. I have an apple and a backpack. Yeah. Um, the other so that that was that was my my big ending for that one. But the other review is one star by Oh my gosh says i've just read that one who cares about them lol (laughs) what's the one comment let's see the one comment by luke skywalker is hater i roll (laughs) i roll he really fucking slammed on gosh he put asterisk around i roll so you know he did it um connie l turner says one star i canceled this order would like to see a refund in my account so she ordered it (laughs) canceled it and then was like 
And then it was like, oh shit, it's already on TV. <laughs> <laughs> That's what is another thing. They played this on Lifetime, and people are still. I could just watch the actual wedding on TV right now. I would love to find out that this actually came out before the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> the Simpsons did it again. They predicted the future. Based on actual <laughs> events, probably. <laughs> probably. Sometime soon. Oh boy. It's so weird. I really thought like it was just a fucking documentary. <laughs> I was like, that guy doesn't... No, 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 no. <laughs> Documentaries are never as good as A&E Studios' Lifetime Adaptations. <laughs> oh, boy. Harry and Meghan come on the podcast. Yeah. This Lifetime feature film chronicles a courtship and love story between a beloved prince and his new fiance. The movie will examine the history of Prince Harry, played by Murray Fraser, and Meghan Markle, played by Parisa Fitzhenley. Goodness, I found the review. Yes. I, it's a four-star review from Ecclesia it that me. says, Sweet portrayal. And it's very long, so settle mm-hmm. in. Are you guys I ready? Or a blanket. <laughs> 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 Just say you have a nap. <laughs> yes. I, so this review says, The good, the bad, and the ugly, and the curious. Oh, shit. The good, the woman that played Diana, Di- Diana, Diana. <laughs> David. Jesus Christ. The, uh, <laughs> the women that played Deanna, Camilla, Kate, and Megan were flawlessly cast. Overall fine Flawless. and sweet They actually film. got the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they were actually them. I hope I hope Harry and Megan have a happy and long marriage. I the bad. They failed to get the actor that played Will at Saint, while at St. Andrews for the William and Catherine story. They couldn't get the actual guy. They couldn't get the actual guy. All right, keep going, keep going. Oh man, they had the ugly. They had to cram in months, or perhaps at least a year or two, of courtship into 1.5 hours, which led to cheesy, overdramatic scenes with artistic license. Oh man. Oh boy. Oh boy. Wait, 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 wait. What are you looking at? There, there is. Oh boy. There is. Oh boy. There's one for the other royal couple. I just oh, put God. it in there. Mary and Hagen. William and Catherine. Royal romance. <laughs> God this damn. By, by Chuck Tingle. This was made by Hallmark. Pounded <laughs> in the butt by the tele- televised, Pounded butt. televised wedding. The, by the televised <laughs> wedding of Harry and Meghan. Pounded in the butt by the crown. Why do they keep dramatizing live events? <laughs> this is so weird. Because uh, it has to be more romantic. I know about their sweet, sweet romance. I need to have my people royal wedding, st- G-Man. Give it to me. People can't stomach real life, so they have to have it digested and spit back into yeah. their little baby bird fucking yeah. mouse on Lifetime television. I can digest a Bigfoot pizza, but not this. Trump's inauguration. The Hallmark <laughs> Channel original. <laughs> a royal romance. <laughs> a royal romance. Between Trump and Three Doors Down. <laughs> if I go crazy, then will you say call me Superman? Superman. I'll call you anything you want, Mr. Three Doors Down. And then they make you know, out. My constituents would like to tell you that two doors was enough. I said no. I said we could do better. We are greater. I'm shutting down the government until they become I'm four doors. I'm shutting down. down the government until they give me all three doors, <laughs> as promised in the why, trade deal. Oh my god, that's why he's building a wall so he can put three doors <laughs> no, on. Oh no! Holy shit! 
<laughs> we, we figured it out, America. We figured it out. Uh, Mr. President, we have a diagram. Um, I'm not sure we can keep using three doors as a measurement of length. Would you like us to convert to feet? Don't ever question my judgment again. Are you fucking You're fired? fired. <laughs> Take the third door out. <laughs> Get out of my office. Pick a door and leave it. But sir, we there, just there scripted are so many the entire doors. lifetime movie. Yeah, we just we just scripted the entire lifetime movie. They didn't even need to do any work. TM, TM, TM. Oh my TM. god. Oh shit. Oh fuck. That was a good one. All right. So you guys are ready for the closer? I am. I, I can't pronounce this. It's a Yuganola white toilet. Yeah, oh shit! It. I gotta bleep that. <laughs> Why? Uh, white toilet brush, uh, white toilet brush and holder divided by bowl plastic. Uh, there's this sweet one... math joke, bro. Yeah. I'm sure it plays well on the podcast. <laughs> everyone, everyone loves math jokes. <laughs> um, um, there's one review by Christine Campbell. Gives it two stars. It says too much pain. I'm like, what's your pain, Christine? She says causes too much pain and agony. Don't know why it's so popular nowadays. I'm just going to use toilet paper. <laughs> I want to read one of the comments from William Sullivan, who says, poor thing, you'll be okay. <laughs> It'll heal. It's a little bit of blood. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Put some Neosporin on it. It's good to go. This is why God invented infections, so that Dar- Darwinism had another channel of which to operate. <laughs> Are you going to read the five-star one, no, too? go ahead. So the Amazon customer says, five stars, LOL, at Christine. It's for cleaning the toilet, not your bottom. Those are the only two reviews. Wait, wait. My favorite part? One person found this helpful. Who the fuck do you think that one person was? Oh, I wonder who. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Those are the only two comments on this fucking nightmare toilet paper. Mind blown, dude. I I want to write a review at Amazon customer. Oh, thanks, bro. Oh shit! If only where have you been these last eight years? <laughs> My ass is much better now. <laughs> I like how she didn't give it one star either, two stars. Like she wasn't fully <laughs> blaming the product. It still cleaned her. Her asshole wasn't it, fully destroyed. It cleaned the bottom. It cleaned it. Just was agonizing. It's real pain washing my turds off of all these stiff bristles. <laughs> She's got. She just shoves it in there. Fucking. Like a fucking glass-cleaning brush. Hi. Hi, I'm Christina Stiff Bristles, and I'm here to advocate against these stiff bristles. Stop toilet brushes now. Uh, t- time to go to the bathroom and just fucking chugs a glass of wine. Christina, <laughs> why do you need a glass of wine to go to the bathroom? You just don't even know. Pulls out her so fucking I toilet don't brush and walks in it. there. You just hear her yelling. Puts on three doors down in the background and just fucking hunkers down. <laughs> It's just. I just like to. I like imagining Donald Trump singing Three Doors Down constantly now. No, no. While, oh, while that's happening in the background, Donald Trump's just peeking through the window silently nodding. Good job, Christine. China. He has someone else destroy his asshole with this white toilet brush and holder slash bowl plastic. 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 White beach bleach resistant poly white propylene. White white beach resistant. There will be no whites on your beach. No white beach. 
<laughs> no whites on your beaches, not today, not with this motherfucker. Where are the white beaches at? That has to be the last joke, right? Yeah, right. It's made out into outro.